to God another day, morning, week. It's podcast day. Uh, I tell you what, I like these days. I wish we could do them every every single day, but I don't want to commit to every single day because I just, I don't know if I have the time to do it. But the Word of God needs to be preached in accuracy, uh, needs to be preached in, in such a way where it can be caught, received, and then cause transformation in people's lives. Uh, there's a lot going on in our world today. I'm not talking about that. I probably could for several hours. Uh, the deception of the of the present day modern day church. Maybe that'll be an upcoming subject. But today, I want to talk about rediscovering your life, uh, finding out who you really are. What's your assignment? I want to talk about uh, getting back on track. It feels like a lot of people, and I can sense it in the spirit. Uh, I'm not a feeling person. I do like the feelings of of God and so on. Uh, but I'm not a feeling, meaning I'm not led by feelings. I'm led by the Spirit of God. But you can easily see uh, that we've gotten off track, not only America, but the church almost has shifted a little bit off track as well. I've said this over and over again, uh, but I'll say this in opening for today. Um, it seems like with COVID, there, there, there was a, a demonic uh, influence that gained access uh, to a greater part of our nation, uh, not only our nation, but our world. And it seems like with, with that distraction, the, the, the COVID distraction, it seems like we were focused on this COVID thing and somehow Satan slipped in demons or, or demonic influence at a, at a greater level, greater measure, and we were kind of, kind of caught off guard. And you kind of could look around and even see society, every single one of us, has almost been like um, uh, captured or, or bound in a sense. It's almost like our energy has been taken away from us. I talk to so many people and they just say, you know, Pastor, in the last couple of years I just don't have any energy anymore. I don't have any drive anymore. Well, that's because our focus has been broken. That's really what I want to talk about today. Our, our focus has been broken. So if we rediscover ourselves, we're talking about rediscovering me, rediscovering who I am, my calling, you know, my, uh, my convictions. That means we're going to have to rediscover uh, the message of God. We're going to have to, you know, know come back to uh, new truths and redefine truths in our life. Who are we? Uh, what makes us who we are? Why do we do what we do? And, and that can go on forever and ever. But let me open in prayer, and then we'll get into this. Lord, thank you today for your help. Thank you, Lord, for insight, wisdom, understanding beyond this world and beyond all demonic influence. I thank you that your word is greater. I thank you, Lord, that you, God, are the creator of all living matter. Therefore, you have the authority over every spirit. So I pray today, Lord, for spiritual freedom. I pray for ears to hear and eyes to see and to perceive beyond everything that you have for us. May we revelate today at a divine level. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Take your Bible, turn to Habakkuk. Uh, chapter one or chapter two, uh, a very simple scripture here in Habakkuk, and I want to go through it with you, and, and, I, and I want you to begin to understand that as we define our life and define things in our life, they become absolute. Uh, if we begin to define things now, uh, there's always going to be opposition. There, anytime you try to strive to do something, anytime you gain an assignment. 
uh, from God, which assignments come by way of words, instruction. Anytime you, you gain an, a, an assignment or receive an assignment from God, immediately that word now has to be tested or, or tempered. Now, the word uh, tempering means to be put under great heat and pressure uh, to see if it has staying abilities or uh, seeing if there's any substance to it at all. Uh, you know, through the years uh, I, I've said this, people come up to you and say, Pastor, we're never going to leave you. God sent us here, and I tell them, just be quiet, be quiet. And they say, no, 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 you don't understand. I said, no, you don't understand because now that phrase must be tested. And a lot of you can't pass the tests. And they say, Pastor, give us scripture. Okay, well, uh, number one, the first scripture is Mark chapter 4. The Bible says Satan comes immediately for the word's sake. And then we can go into Peter where Peter says, Jesus, I will never leave you. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. And Jesus said, oh my, uh, Satan has come to sift you. And, and then we go a little further down the road, and three times uh, that word was tried, and three times he failed. Uh, so that word now is gone. Uh, so every time you, you speak, uh, every time you make a, a Bible or God declaration, that word must be tested. So make sure you speak accurately and make sure you speak in line with the Word. Don't speak from your, your higher, your upper brain, your, you know, just your, your simple uh, you know, thought uh, where your thought patterns are created and designed. You've got to wait till it, it gets down on the inside of you. Then you speak from the inside or you speak from the absolute uh, side of your brain. Uh, are you still with me? Uh, so in, in Habakkuk here, it says... Uh, I will, Habakkuk 2.1, I will stand upon my watch. Now, if I could simplify this or modernize it in, into the New Covenant, into our English, I would say, if I could stand uh, on the principles of God, uh, if I could set on the tower of God, on, on God, you know, Bible truths, and will watch to see what He will say unto me. That's where I really want to focus for a second. Uh, I, number one, it says, I'll wait. And then I'll watch to see what he will say to me. Now, we have to write down prayer and meditation. Uh, a lot of people think prayer is just you talking. Prayer is not me talking. Prayer is me communicating with God. If you communicate with anybody, it must be two-sided. Uh, if not, it's, we could say, if I sit here and just talk, which I'm going to do because this is a podcast, but it, this is more of a lecture. This is not communication. This is not conversation. Rather, I'm communicating an idea, but it's in a lecture-type setting. Now, if I want to have a relationship with you, and I want to hear and know things about you or learn of you, we have to have a conversation. Uh, so, so prayer would be uh, talking and then listening. Uh, if you're going to pray unto God and you're going to speak to God, uh, please don't forget the element of time to be quiet and listen. That's where a lot of people leave and never get an answer to prayer. It's not that God's not answering them. It's that they won't make time to hear him. If I were Bess in the, the audience today, and if I were to ask Bess a question, but as I'm asking her, I'm running out the door, uh, she will have an answer or might have the answer, but I'll never know because I've left before giving her an opportunity to convey the information that she has that I asked of her. Uh, so uh, here he says, I'll wait uh, to see. I'm going I'm to wait to see. Now write this down. 
This is a, a very powerful quote and a very important quote that we understand this concerning information, concerning life, establishing life, visions, goals, dreams. God speaks to you in ideas. God always speaks to you in ideas. Uh, remember in John chapter 1, Jesus became the Word. The Word became flesh dwelt among us. Uh, the word, Word is Logos. I've been preaching on this for about six months now. The, the, word, the very word Logos means God is trying to convey or actually to express an idea. Uh, so God's Word is a book made up of pictures that uh, God is trying to produce imagination, images, imaginations, uh, so then God speaks to us in ideas. Now, a lot of times we hear people, like you hear big-name people on TV, big preachers, and there's nothing wrong with big-name people or big-name preachers as long as they're biblically sound or correct. But they say, God told me this, or, or, or uh, the, the Lord said to me, or, or thus says the Lord, or I was in prayer and God said this to me. And, and it, it, it kind of demeans or it makes us feel small. Why isn't God talking to me all day long? If God talks to them all day long, and some of them be speaking, and say, oh, yeah, okay, God. Uh, and, and, it, and it gives the idea to us that they're having a conversation with God, like an audible conversation in, in, in the invisible realm. Well, what they're really saying is, I got an idea. Uh, so when, when someone says, a man or woman of God says, uh, you know, God said to me, uh, you can not reduce it to take its meaning away, but uh, you can understand it more simply by saying, I, I, I received a God idea. All right, does that help somebody? But now, now here's what Proverbs says uh, about uh, ideas. Proverbs 12.5 says, the thoughts of a righteous man are always right. The thoughts of a righteous man are always right. What are thoughts? Ideas. Uh, so if, if ideas, if a righteous man talks to God, if a righteous man has conversation and an, an intimacy with God, uh, his information or his ideas are God-breathed. So as long as you, you get ideas and they're God-breathed, then those ideas are, are going to always be right. That's pretty powerful, isn't it? Uh, my idea, you know, I'm a righteous person, therefore my ideas are always correct. They're always right. Uh, so uh, don't cast down ideas. Now, uh, God can convey an idea to you in the invisible realm, uh, but as God can convey an idea to you, uh, help you form an idea, uh, so can Satan, the God of this world, convey an idea to you also. Now, uh, the Bible says we have to test the spirits. So we're, we're talking about today, uh, uh, you know, rediscovering our, our assignment, rediscovering myself, uh, you know, getting back on track. So in order to rediscover myself, uh, you know, uh, understanding who I am, what God created me to do, and, and then the assignment that's on my life. Uh, if everyone could simply discover what they were created to do, that's the most power uh, you, or fulfillment or peace you could ever find, is what was I created to do? That, that's probably the greatest uh, question of all, and it's probably what people spend a lifetime doing is trying to find out what they were created for. What is their purpose in life? And you'll only find that uh, by uh, verse number one here. I will wait and see what God, he says to me. 
Uh, now, if we go a little further here, understand this. Uh, God, it, when God speaks to you, He's trying to, to convey to you divine information or information from the kingdom. When God speaks to you, He's trying to convey to you divine information or information from His kingdom, from our kingdom. Now, now that's very important because if we'll receive, catch, perceive uh, beyond our own ability, uh, we'll now have information that empowers us. I know this kind of motivational uh, type, uh, you know, verbiage and information today, but it's biblical. And we need to be motivated uh, beyond where we've presently been. Uh, we've sat down, we've, re we've relaxed, we've stopped uh, pursuing, we, we, we've, we've quit being persistent too soon. Uh, we still have life in us. The Bible says, occupy till I come. That word occupy means continue, keep living, keep building, keep obtaining, go forward, go forward, don't get tired, don't get old, uh, keep doing what you've always done until I return. Amen. I said something very powerful, I think, on Sunday. I said uh, our, our dear brother Nick Vestina went home to be with the Lord, and he was 92 years old. And any time we had conversation, I, I said this, he always talked to me like he was a young man. Like he didn't talk like he had few days left. Uh, he always talked like he was like 50 or 40, and he had a whole life ahead of him. You know, he always wanted to take uh, Pastor Kim and I to Greece. And he'd say, someday I'm going to take you uh, to Greece. Oh, you'd love Greece. Oh, how beautiful the water and the food. And I'm sitting there thinking in my mind, hey, Nick, time's ticking. You're, you know, you're 90, you know, when, when he's, you know, or 89, we better get busy. And he didn't even, uh, you know, uh, confuse or, or, or he didn't even consider, rather, the element of time. I, I believe uh, Nick understood the word occupy, and that was, I'm not going to be limited by, by days, I'm not going to be limited by age, I'm not going to allow myself to be limited by the world, but I'm going to continue dreaming and believing as if God's going to wait for 50 more years. Amen? You say, well, what if I get old and die? Then you go to heaven, be quiet. Uh, amen, you graduate, uh, but you better be busy till you do go to heaven. Amen? Uh, I, I don't like retirement. I tell you, you know, I know some are retired in here. If you are retired, uh, find something to do. You don't have to work if you're retired and you, you've made plans, provisions for yourself. But find somewhere to volunteer. Uh, find somewhere. If you're old or older and you've retired, you should have a wealth of knowledge. You should have wisdom. And the world needs knowledge and wisdom now more than ever. Uh, you should be instructing. You should be helping. You should be imparting. Uh, you should be causing people to come up higher, not hiding your gift somewhere on a couch. Say amen to that. And there's always something for you to do. There's always a spot for you in human, in, you know, involved in humanity uh, to release your knowledge uh, and or your gift. Uh, so uh, once again, uh, we will wait. And, and I will wait, and pray, meditate, and listen. I will wait, that, that verse number one, pray, meditate, and listen. I will wait, I will stand, and I will pray, meditate, and listen. Now, once again, we've been taught this, that, that prayer is simply rambling off a bunch of stuff, you know, just talking a bunch of stuff, uh, praying in tongues, which these are all great things. You know, there's a, a prayer of petition. Well, that's not the prayer of relationship. 
A prayer of petition is petitioning God for the promises that he's promised you. But there's a prayer of relationship where you communicate with God. That's how you rediscover yourself, by gaining God insight, God information. Uh, God conveying to you what he created you to be. Uh, that comes in intimacy. Uh, you know, I, I can have small talk with my boys. I got three boys. I can have small talk. Well, in small talk, I'm not revealing to them the deep things of life. It's only an intimacy that I can reveal to them, impart to them uh, the, the deep wisdoms uh, of life that I've gained. I can speak to them in wisdom or, or, or pressed in knowledge, uh, wisdom, and I can help them avert things in life. I, I can help structure their journey, their path in life. But if they don't make time, come on, are you here? If they say, I'm not going to make time, uh, I know more than you, I'm too busy, and they put more emphasis on what they know, uh, then they're going to miss out. Same thing with God. God has a plan. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven said, God has a plan for you. And nowhere in his plan does it say he forgets about you, you get old, and then you just got to rot somewhere in a little room by yourself. No, that's your doing. If you think that's the plan of God for your life, you hadn't read the Bible. Uh, the plan of God for your life is, is till the very end of your life. Then that plan ends and another one begins. Uh, amen. So uh, once again, God speaks to us in ideas. Did everybody get that? Now, uh, I can give you three quick points here to help you. Make time for God. Uh, we're talking about vision again. And, and vision now, when you hear the word vision, don't think uh, a lot of people have made the word vision to be something it's not. Uh, the word vision is an idea that you can see. The word vision is an idea that you can see. Uh, so, uh, if, uh, oh, let me help you. I had, I wanted to put a, a uh, Pastor Kim and I wanted to put a fence, a, a wood fence around our house and make like a ranch style fence around our house. Uh, we first had the idea, but within the idea, uh, we could see that idea uh, before we put it up. And then we begin to see different ideas or different styles. Those were all ideas. Uh, but we saw them and we made a, a decision before we installed it. Before we uh, built it, we made a decision in the idea realm. Are you still with me? Uh, so make time for God, make time for the vision or the idea, and then make room for the idea. A lot of people never make room for the idea. Um, I heard this, I believe it was T.D. T. 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 Jakes. I'm not, not a fan, I'm not a fan, I just heard this. Um, uh, he said a lot of problems in marriage, as he said, uh, a lot of people get married, but they, they uh, don't take on a married mindset. So they, they get married, but then they, they keep a single mindset. Uh, you know, uh, when a woman gets married, she has to now leave a single woman's mindset and take on a married woman's mindset. When a young man gets married, he has to leave. Now, he can get married, and he can stay in a single man's mindset and be tormented every day of his life, and it's not the woman tormenting him. It's he didn't transform into the decision or the idea uh, that he had. 
Does everybody get that? Uh, so uh, you, you have to not only get the idea, but then you have to make room provisions, uh, make room uh, for that idea. That means you, you're going to have to start sacrificing some things in your life that are opposing the idea. Uh, is this all right for somebody today? Uh, so the priority or to prioritize, um, you make room, you have to make room, get rid of what you presently have if it's going to block the, the thing that God has given you an idea for. Uh, so if I've collected all these things, and they're in the way stopping the idea that God's given me to discover who I am to further me along the path or the journey to discover me. Uh, I now have to subtract or, or begin to remove these hindrances to the vision or to the idea. Does that make sense to you? Uh, a lot of times I give you, this is a, a little nugget here too. Um, uh, sometimes uh, people put things out of order. Um, like, I see this a lot when people start having success in finances, that uh, they'll, there's, there's time, let's just say there, there's a Corvette season, because a lot of people, I don't know, Corvette, Porsche, whatever it is, season, uh, fancy car season, but if you, you get that fancy car season out of order, it now can block what God was trying to do. Because uh, you think now I can stop in my assignment, I've arrived. No, you, you've arrived in error and you've arrived too soon. So you, you have this out of order. And, and I, I've taught this to Dylan and a lot of young guys around me. I, said, uh, I say to them, uh, once you taste something, even out of order, it's hard to forget the taste of it. So the, if you develop a wealthy taste before you arrive at wealth, uh, you're going to st stop your drive to obtain financial wealth or, or security, and, and you're going to be distracted by that previous or that too early taste that you developed. Does that make sense to you? Like, like Adam and Eve, I, I don't know. I've heard this. I kind of thought it. I don't have biblical evidence of it, so I can't really preach it. Uh, but I, I think uh, that, that the fruit somewhere along the line, the, the fruit, the tree of knowledge, good and evil, uh, uh, could have been or or was for them. Uh, not once again. I, I'm kind of just talking. I, I don't have an absolute, so I can't say this is theology, you know, sound doctrine or scripturally correct. Uh, but we do know this: it was definitely out of order. So if, if it was for them, it wasn't for them in that season. But the moment they tasted, they developed. Uh, the, the, a palate for, they developed a desire for something out of line. Uh, something that maybe could have been for them down the road, but because they took of it out of order, uh, now it, it ruined their track of discovery, trying to discover who they are. Does that make sense? Amen. So sometimes God has things for you, uh, but if you, uh, re, you you take them or you taste them too early, you di you'll distract yourself from walking out the fullness of the journey uh, that God has. I, I hope this is helping. And a lot of people do that. Sometimes we quit too soon. Sometimes, uh, let me help you here, uh, the journey is going to be long. The journey is going to be tough. The journey is going to cost you things. Uh, the journey is going to cost you blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, but if you'll endure, the Bible says, if, if you'll endure, 
Now, I, um, I got to finish. We're, we're almost out of time. 30 minutes goes just like that. Amen. Uh, but if you'll endure and if you'll walk out the, the idea of God and if you'll continue in the idea of God, you'll obtain. All right. Uh, let's go a little further uh, here. He says in, in verse two, and, and the Lord answered me. So once again, you can't take away verse one because he said, I waited and I, I sought the Lord. And then verse two, it says, and the Lord answered me. Uh, what an, what a, a, an amazing idea here. And the Lord answered me and said, write the idea uh, down. Now, I know it says vision, but once again, uh, the word vision is the ability to see the idea. Uh, so he said, right, because a lot of times if I just say vision, you think you have to be a business owner, a pastor, a president of a company, you know, some kind of high leadership position to have vision for something. No, you can have a vision for your life. You should have a vision for your life. Uh, you can have a, a, an idea for your life. You can have an idea. You should have a vision of what God created you to do and to be. Now, I'll help you here uh, once again. Uh, what God created you to do, your, the idea that God's trying to convey to you uh, to, to rediscover you would usually be what brings you peace doing uh, and what comes naturally to you. What brings you peace doing and what comes naturally to you. Uh, so uh, it, it, we could also say this. Uh, when you see something, uh, when it's in your call uh, uh, to perform or accomplish something and you see something that's not done right and, and you hate it, that should also be uh, an idea of what you were created to accomplish or, or to solve. Uh, so uh, to be critical now is not a bad thing, but you got now be critical of people is very bad. That's demonic. Can't be critical of people. Uh, but if, like if God called you to be a decorator and you walked in a room and the room's out of sorts and you begin to become critical in your, in your mind, in your own ability, not causing you know, trouble, th then you can say, okay, I was created to solve this problem and to decorate. And when I walk in a room that's not decorated or fashioned correctly, it angers me. That could, that could be another clue uh, to your assignment. Are, is somebody still with me today? And, and the Lord answered me. Uh, the Lord always talks. He'll always, he'll always answer if you just make time. And the Lord answered me and said, write the idea on paper and make it plain. Write the idea on paper and make it plain uh, that he who sees it, he who reads it, uh, may run with it. All right, so you write the idea. I'm a list guy. Our first pastor, uh, Ralph Gerard, uh, Pastor Ralph Gerard, which was here, uh, I believe, in the winter. Uh, him and his wife. When I was a young man under him in his ministry, uh, Pastor Kim, what was the books we had? Franklin Covey, Franklin Covey. I don't know, know if you remember those. They were they were day planners. Franklin Covey day planners, the highest day planner you could buy. It stretched us just to buy one. I think they were like eighty dollars. And I didn't have $8, let alone 80 uh, But But he taught me uh, to, to uh, put everything and prioritize. And if it wasn't on the list, it didn't have a place in my life. And, and that's how we lived. Well, well that's a, a good discipline to have because you'll get rid of distraction. 
you know, if you'll learn to, to list and to prioritize your day, if you'll learn to list and prioritize your week, your month, your year, like in October, I start getting antsy to prioritize the following year. Uh, so uh, that that should be a good habit. You you got to you got to get get away from everybody. Go get in a hotel room. Go on vacation. Go somewhere, and get alone with God. Get rid of all distractions and start you know making room for uh, the vision for 2024. Uh, that's a great uh, practice. But back to this: if you'll be a list oriented, uh, and you begin to write down daily, you know my list like what's important to you every day. Uh, uh, and if it's not, what should be important to you every day? And what should be important to you every day is time with God. How do we spend time with God? Pray, worship, study. That's how we spend time with God. Pray, worship, study. Now, there's uh, many different ways to pray, uh, but uh, communication with God. That should be on your list. Uh, and you shouldn't take five minutes. You should prioritize more time for that. Uh, some other things that should be on your list. Uh, list health care. You know, you, you should care for yourself, for your being. You should have some kind of exercise, whether it's walking, whether it's jogging, whether it's, you know, doing arm circle. I don't know what level you're at, but you should have you do something to promote health. Uh, then you have work. You should work. If, if you're retired, then I would begin to, to put something in that place that I'm going to volunteer so many hours. And you could go and, and, and down that list and you can make that list. Now, if something opposes that list, you're going to have to ask why. Is this a God idea? Is this a Satan idea? Is this a world-derived idea? Uh, is it sent as, a, as a, a shot to get me off track? Now, come on, back to my first statement. Did COVID get everybody off track? A hundred percent. I don't care how bold, how bad, how fearless you are. Uh, you were knocked off track with COVID because we entered into a season of the unknown and everybody was scrambling just try, to try to face that day. So uh, all of the absolutes were tossed aside and very few people sat down and recalculated, come on, their day-to-day -day life, their plan, their vision, their ideas for their life after COVID. There was no rebounding. There was no refo uh, revising. That's another word when it, you have a vision is continually revised. The word revise means visit, revisit the vision, revisit the vision, and, and make the proper changes and additions to the vision. Uh, uh, revise, revise, revise. You got to go back to it. You can't leave it. It has to stay before you. You have to see it. If you want to get debt free, you can't say one, one time, I'm going to get debt free. Hooray. No, no, no. Uh, you now have to establish something that's thought provoking, things that provoke thought, uh, thoughts provoke action around you so you're constantly reminded of the goal. And the goal is to be debt free. So, I don't know, go get a hat made up that says I'm debt-free. Uh, go get a shirt made up. Go get cards made up. Uh, go get a carpet when you walk in your house that says I'm debt-free. That's the vision before you. That's the idea before you. Uh, come on, amen. Uh, let's end with this. Glory to God. Turn with Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Now, we see here that we can capture ideas. Second Corinthians. The Bible says we can capture an idea. Uh, amen. You can catch an idea. I've heard that for years, but I didn't understand it till today. 
well, in my studies. You can catch an idea. Uh, people always say it. Uh, certain things are, are caught, not taught, but they don't take time to explain it. And you're like, huh, what? Uh, but here the Bible says we, we can catch an idea. Uh, we can capture. So uh, 10th chapter, 2 Corinthians uh, verse 3 for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down. So if I cast, if I have the ability to cast down a, 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 an idea, then I have the ability to capture an idea. If I have, if I've been given weapons of God, one of the weapons are to catch or, or to possess or to stop and ponder. Uh, the idea that I'm dealing with. And then God says that every thought that doesn't line up with the Word of God or to compare it to the Word of God. This is very important that you understand this concerning ideas because you could have an idea to go rob banks. That doesn't line up with the Word of God. Is it, a, is it a, an idea? Yes. Did it come to you? Yes. Uh, w- was that in and of yourself or demonic? Uh, I don't know. But we know that it does not line up with the Word of God because it goes against what God's Word teaches. Now, you can have an idea to leave your wife and go down the street. Is that a God idea? The answer is no. So what would I do with that? Uh, Number one, I would capture it. Now, you capture a good idea, but you can also capture a bad idea. I would capture it, and, and I would examine it next to the Word of God. I would compare it to the Word of God. A lot of people won't do this. Uh, I'd compare it to the Word of God before operating within it. And once I compare it, I can clearly see this is not ordained of God. So now I I cast it out. That no longer is an idea uh, roaming around in my head, renting space for free. I've dealt with it. I've put it where it belongs. It no longer is hindering me. It's no longer yielding to me an image because that's what ideas do. They yield to you images. I've dealt with the image. I've dealt with the idea. I've cast it out. That's another word the Bible says, test the spirits. How do we test the spirit? We test the idea. This is, I think, a a little, uh, to me, it's more special than I think we know because I got revelation this morning in my office. But if I test a spirit, Uh, What does a spirit do to move me? A spirit conveys an idea. So I have to test the idea. How do I test the idea? I I compare it to the Word of God. If I compare it to the Word of God, now it it only has to be a millimeter off to be wrong. It it only has to be like a a little half of a degree off to be wrong. Uh, A lot of Christians think that as long as it's close, it's good. No, the Word of God is extremely accurate. It's not sloppy. It doesn't contradict itself. It's not just lumped together. These are not sloppy men and women that wrote the Bible, and we just got this sloppy idea of God's thoughts. No, 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 no. Uh, We have an accurate uh, uh, book that's very accurate of the ideas of God, the extreme ideas of God that God is trying to convey to us his ideas, come on, and, and, and provoke thought so that he can get us to go in the direction of the ideas that he's conveying to us. Uh, so if you're going to test the spirit, you've got to test the idea. A lot of people start businesses, they never test the idea. It's a, it, it may be a, a lucrative idea, but that doesn't make it a God idea. 
All right, here's a lucrative idea. Uh, uh, CBD oil, and I don't know if you smoke it, you rub it, I don't know what you do, but it, it's, it's mega right now. Uh, it's a huge industry. Uh, I don't know if it's good or bad, whatever. But for me, uh, could I make money with that? Well, from what everybody else is saying, the answer is yes. But would that be a God, good a God idea for me? And the answer is no. How would you know that? Well, I have another scripture that I could compare that idea to that, that says stay away from the very uh, uh, appearance of sin. Abstain from the very appearance of sin. I've never been in a CBD shop. I've never been in a, a vapor shop. I'm never going to a vapor shop. I, I think people that smoke cigars, cigarettes, vapes uh, look like the most idiotic people on the planet. I don't say you are. I say you look like the most idiotic with a piece of plastic sticking out of your mouth, uh, sucking in hot uh, you know, air with chemicals in it, uh, destroying your lungs, uh, putting a cigar in your mouth that looks like a a, a big turd. I don't know. Uh, it's it's just the most horrific, you know, thing. So for me, that would be evil. So I have to abstain from every appearance of evil. So now I've judged that spirit that I, where that idea came from to be ungodly. I captured. I cast it down. But just like you capture the negative spirit, you have to be wise enough to capture the God spirit. Amen. And a lot of people don't do that because a lot of times the God spirit uh, comes with so many obstacles or, or it comes uh, attached to it comes with the word work. And a lot of people don't want to work, uh, so we're going to cast that out because that's too hard to obtain. All right. Glory to God. Are you still with me? Can I, can I finish? Uh, the Bible says in, in Proverbs 19, let's go there and look at this, Proverbs 19. I know I've, I'm gone, I've gone over a little bit of time, but when you're, you're in a vein or, or you're in a flow, you, you don't want to stop it because it's hard to get back to the same point in time. So if you have to go out on the feed, you can go out. If you have to leave in the studio, you can leave. But I'm going to get this recorded uh, because I, I've judged this to be something special today. Uh, Proverbs 19, and uh, we'll look at the 21st uh, verse, Proverbs 19, 21, uh, says, uh, There are many devices uh, in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. There are many ideas. Uh, there are many ideas in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the, the wisdom of the Lord uh, shall remain. Uh, the ideas of the Lord shall remain. And another uh, translation, many are the plans of a man, but the ideas of the Lord remain. Uh, we also, can I give you a few more? Uh, amen. Are you still with me in here? As long as you're with me, I'm happy. Uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not into thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Uh, what a powerful uh, scripture. Uh, amen. Uh, a couple other little words I want to give you you can study later. Uh, one, of, one of them would be discipline. That word is derived from the word disciple or discipleship. You need to have a disciplined life. Uh, discipline uh, your life. Amen. And then one other word, I have it written somewhere, I'll find it, is influence. Uh, that word influence should be meditated and you should uh, begin to get some God understanding. Uh, influence is extremely powerful. 
you get influence. The, the, there is influence in everything you hear and see. The, the, that's why you have to govern your ears and your eyes. Christ, uh, Christian people uh, should not be living a dual life, uh, meaning uh, you shouldn't act like a world person uh, when you're outside of church and then act like a church person when you're in church. Uh, what's happening is you're being in, duly influenced, which always leads to confusion. Uh, you know, if you have uh, two streams of information, they're both contending for the, the, the fullness of your attention, but you can't give the fullness of your attention to two streams. You have to eliminate one in order to focus on the other. Uh, whether good or bad, you have to eliminate one, but you're, you'll never focus on two streams of, of information. You'll be left in, in a life of confusion. You'll be left in, in a life of split decision, and you'll never uh, occupy any promise of God that way. You must remove one stream of information, influence, and you must allow yourself to be influenced by a singular idea or, or ideas. Can someone say Amen. Go higher. Let's go higher 2023. It's not over. You still have time to go higher. We're in July still for a couple more days. You have several months to make decisions, to make changes. You have several months uh, to revise, revisit, establish a, a, an order for your life. Get God on the scene. Uh, let's make headway. Come on, let's take what the enemy stole. And not only that, but let's take some ground back. Can you say amen? I hope this helps you. I love you. God bless you. 645 Wednesday, newwaychurchfl.com. Uh, you can go visit us. You can get on our website. You can get on our social media platforms, on our YouTube. Also, we now are on TV Super Channel out of Orlando. Uh, glory to God for that. And some more TV stations coming in the very near future. We'll tell you about that soon. I love you. And don't forget about Sunday morning as well, 10 o'clock Sunday morning. Until next time, Pastor Rich signing off.